Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. So you go to Penn State, you study economics, right? Yeah, I study economics. And drinking and fratting and fucking just, girls and yeah. Just being an, an animal like, idiot 20-year-old yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, that's what we did. Like, we did stupid Did you have that, any, any gay guys in your fraternity? We had one guy that came out after graduation and then he would hang, you know, come hang out. But we didn't have. Wait, did you freak out at the guy when he came out? No, everyone was cool with it. There were so many gay guys and they could not come out. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's, you know, it was really nothing to us, but also like group of guys sound bad, you know, right. like, like, like. Guys are going to ball bust guys, no matter right. whether you're gay or straight or whatever. But like and, and then in nowadays where everything's like, you know, every word that you say is picked apart and put on this sort of like morality chart. It's like guys don't hang that way. So I'm sure if someone like passed us by while we're making fun of a 
you know, the gay guy in the house, they're like, oh, this is horrific. This is right. right, you know, right, like, right. But it's like it's all love, you know? Right. Right. So you graduate and then um, you get a job in insurance. Yeah. Um, you're selling life insurance and annuities, correct? Yes. I was cold calling every day. One, and, you said 100 to 300 calls a day, I heard you say. Yes, I, 100, 300 calls. That's exactly right, because it was a numbers game. And I didn't want to, like, what they do with these. I was disillusioned by the whole, like, you don't need to be, a, you don't need a college education to be insurance. Right, right, right. You can just get your license and do it. So I didn't know that. Like, I wanted to, like, move to New York, get a job and work at the, you know, the company, you know, like right, I just right, wanted right, that, right. like, I just wanted to work and just I just wanted, wanted to, yeah. So that you could do the rest of your life. Give me 50 grand a year. Let me be an assistant and work right. my way up the company ladder. And that was just not happening for me. Like I just like, <laughs> did I you feel unfulfilled or was it? I felt like a loser. I felt like I was like, what was I doing in college all these years? Like what, right, like right. I didn't even, because I didn't really think of these things. I was just like, just get to the next thing. And then you get left. Now there's no grades. There's no, you know, and you're like, what do I want to do? And I, right. I worked really. So then I got this job, you know, selling life insurance and, you, and you're like, Oh, okay. I get what this is. There wasn't a lot of like mentoring going so, on. Right. So like, you went, you went from college, you moved to New York, you get this mm, job. Yeah. You're just thinking, oh, okay, I just want a job where I make money and then I can have fun. Exactly. Like there was no thought of like. Of like, I need to be fulfilled. Yeah. Fulfilled, fulfilled. Yeah. (laughs) It's just job. I just need something so I can go on dates. And I I don't know, that's a very privileged place to be. But I, I, that's, that was my mindset. I can't really be anything else but myself. And I remember getting really just like bogged down and like, this ain't going to happen that way. Like it's just, that's not the way it works. And I, you know, as much as like the cold calls were a numbers game for me as an insurance agent, I was a numbers game for the manager, hire enough people, get him to go to his friends and family, hit them up. Maybe it works out, but if it doesn't, I'll get the quick money off of them and I'll keep hiring people. It's like a pyramid fucking. It's allowed. uh, It's a a legal pyramid scheme. And it's, um, and I tried really hard to like, like it. Like I, I really did. I would like wake up at six, go to the gym before work, get there, do the office thing. And I was really just jealous of the people who loved it. Like, or seemingly loved it. There were people there that are like jazzed up every day. They're at the Monday morning meeting. Like, yeah, we got to make the calls and they're doing well. And I'm like, I had no energy for it. And okay. Can we do a cold call? And I'm the person you're cold. I like, I okay. really want it. All right. Ready? Okay. And this was via phone. You would call yes. them on the phone. All right. On the phone. I got so quick on the All dial. Right. So Hel- hello. Hi, Judy. This is Jared calling from blank advisors. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. Oh, wait, how many people hung up on you? Like right there. Sometimes. Boom. Done. Okay. All right. Hi, Jared. But a lot of times, hi, you know, the, what, yeah. what do you mean? Um, like, because they're calling, supposed to know you're, you do this thing uh, where it's like, Jared from, where yeah. you're like, wait, Jared from, do I know? <laughs> All right. Hello? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I actually work with a lot of people on, at your company uh, on uh-huh. their personal finance, uh, on their personal finances. I'm going to be at the office next week meeting with a few uh-huh. of my clients. I would love to come by and introduce myself if you got about 15 minutes. Well, what Are you going to be around Tuesday? Yeah, but what is this in regard to? 
So we deal with uh, insurance and uh, I have insurance. annuities. There's a listen. A lot of people do. I might be able to help you save some money, or may or find a new kind of way to like save on a monthly basis. But I'm gonna be there anyways. Tuesday at four. You can't say anyways. Why not? It's anyway. Is it? Yes. No one says anyways. <laughs> I told you, salesman Jew. We don't st- right. we don't All deal right, with these ahead. things. I'm gonna be there anyway, and <laughs> like if if someone correct me on that, I'd be winning. Like, right. I'm like, you're You've dealing been, with me because uh, I'm engaging with you. You're engaging and you, right. and you kind of like, and, and you're being fun. I'd be like, oh, OK, they like me. Uh, so <laughs> what, what if they said, well, who are you coming to see? I got about seven meetings on your floor um, on Tuesday. And who, we don't really we don't really give out the names of our clients just because there's a lot of uh, restrictions with that. We don't want to. I don't want to make any. And you any. wouldn't have anyone, right? Is that I would correct? have nobody. I would have nobody. I had a cold call list that I bought from someone. I, I remember I called Credit Suisse and it was, so I actually graduated in 07. The summer goes by, it's, I start in 07, the fall of 07, that's when Bear Stearns collapse. So I'm walking by Bear Stearns as they're walking out of their offices with their boxes like that they just right, right, you know, right. and there's news cameras outside and I'm like what's going on here like I again I have no relation to the reality of of the world and I'm so then I go and cold call people at Credit Suisse like that week of the financial wow. collapse and I'm going hey this is Jared Freak calling from whatever advisors and I go uh and I remember someone picked up and they go everyone on the floor has been fired hang on <laughs> <laughs> did you ever feel bad like that you you know that you yes you feel horrible it's like it it, you know it's like bombing you know like and it was not no like that you that someone was like oh okay and you were like i'm gonna rip this person off did you feel ever i never believed that i was ripping anyone off because i would bring someone senior with me who to me was an expert in insurance and like listen there were people that didn't have life insurance right it is necessary a little bit, you know, there's, is it necessary to have a, you know, a Rolls Royce? No, no, but you know, some people buy a Rolls Royce. Right. But you do need insurance. But there's a lot of like imposter theory, like imposter syndrome. Cause you're like, I'm 22 asking people about their personal finances. Like why, what the fuck do I know? And they, some of them would say that to you. And it's like, yeah, I know I have to, I'm bringing someone who's older, who knows what they're talking about. I hope. You know, you don't even know if the right, person right, you're bringing, right. you know, so there's an element of it, like, but like now I, my stuff is with two people I met there. Like I have good right. friends that I met there and they're, and they take care of my personal finances. Right, so like, right. I do trust them now, right. but I, I definitely had this like thing of like, what the hell am I doing? I have no interest in personal finance right. ever. And now I'm doing this. Like, and, and was my your dad, mother, was your mother like. Uh, Jared is working uh, yes. in insurance. Uh, yes. And, uh, oh, he's doing very, and annuities. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's studying and like, economics. Yeah, it's all like, I don't even know what it is, but it's economics I, and uh, uh, financial planning. Yes. Yeah, okay. She, and nails on a chalkboard here. Right. Like I, and yeah, and it's like, I don't know. Like my dad and I were talking the morning before work or during work and he'd be like, so, we talk about like TV from the night before. It's not like right. we're talking about like the markets. Like, right. 
who gives a shit about that? Yeah, that's another Jew, stock Jew. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We stock weren't Jew. that. Yes. We weren't that. And then I think the other thing is like, I came to like the realization that a lot of people have here, like, oh, I'm just, I don't, no one's going to win money here. Like, right. this isn't, I'm not the one becoming rich in stock market or new, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, uh, I'm retail. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I wanted to create something. Like I really did have that like scratch or the itch to be like, I got to make something. Right. So you started sending emails, group te- emails out yeah. to your friends because you were bored. Yes. And you would like be really funny in the emails. I would, I would write to like every, whatever, you know, before the group chat, that was the group email. And it would right. be like, 30 people that were going out that weekend. And it's all about what are we going to do this weekend? Or you're planning, you know, we're going to go to the the hunt at far Hills. We're going to go to a race, you know, a horse race and get fucked right. up at the forest. Race. So you're planning weekends. And when I was on these emails, I would just make fun of everyone on the email. Right. And sometimes they bomb. And a lot of times people go off the email chain and be like, dude, I am dying at my desk. And I'm like, that felt so good right. to me. I was like, I don't know what that is, but that feels that's the best part of my day. Like, what right. am I? And I was lived across the street from New York Comedy Club and it was like staring at me. I was like, why don't I just go? Like, why don't I just do this? Like, and then I would not. And then I well, really did you re- ever go sit in the audience? Yes, I went to the comic strip and I went with a friend right when I was about to like make this decision to do this. And I watched, I just and I thought what it was did you so say? funny. I saw Ryan Reese was the host and I saw uh, Vic Henley. Oh, rest in peace. He did this podcast. He was the greatest. Yeah. Vic was great. And I went up to Ryan and Vic at the bar afterwards and I said something to them and Ryan right away knew that he's like, you want to be a comic, don't you? Like he, he knew and Vic was, you know, busting chops and, you know, I became friends with them later on, you know, like it's weird thinking back now and, yeah, I just wanted to look at it, but I also didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. Like, I I, I really, the lesson I kind of learned from like, kind of just going through college was like, I wanted to be an expert in this. Like, I wanted to like figure out what I was good at. So I took like improv class. I took right, sketch class. Right, you went class. to UCB, you took went improv to UCB and sketch, yeah. With, without the idea of like, I never thought like I was going to like make it from that. I was like, let me go to grad school. To me, this right, was right. grad school. and. Uh, And I really dove into internet stuff because I was like, what, how do I put my name out there? How do, and then. So interesting to me because I played it by the rules. I did Mm -hmm. all my work. I wrote, I went on the road, I did everything. And then the fucking rules changed and you're coming in. Yeah. Where you can take advantage of this medium that we are like, wait, what? So this person's going to get booked because they have yeah. one funny video and I spent 15 years living in shit fucking motels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. And I, and I, because I was like reading people on the internet. So I was like, I want to write. So I'll put out my stuff. And, but what you're saying is like, I didn't want to be that too. Like I didn't want right, to be right, right. the person that blows up the internet has no act. Like, so like the daytimes were right for whoever would let me write for right. them. I, I started, you know, I love talk radio. So I was like, I want to start a podcast. I was listening to podcasts 
early. Like I was listening to radio shows as a podcast, downloading right. them in 15 minute increments. Right. So I was like, I know, to, I love talk radio. I've loved it my whole life. I've listened to it while I go to bed at night since I've been 10 years old. Oh my old, God, so. my mother used to do, you're such an old, you're such a Jew. <laughs> yes. My mother would always have talk radio on because, uh, you know, I need another voice here. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, I feel like shit. I feel like shit. Thank you. <laughs> Listen to me. Yeah. But you so. also wrote for websites. You started writing for websites. So at the time, or- at the time, starting a blog was like a punchline. Like people were already making yeah. fun of the bloggers. Right. So I was like, I don't want to be that. So what I would do is I was exchange, I'd be like, I'll send you an article to a website that already had a following. Right. And you just need to promote me as a comedian. Right. So like, I want retweets. I want Instagram posts. Right. I, I consider those currency as a, because a lot of those websites were like, we'll give you $25. I was like, well, I would like no dollars and I would like retweets and right. Instagram posts and all those things. So to try and get a jump start because again, the feedback I kept getting like, oh, you're, so you're like, you know, you go to auditions and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not an actor. I've never trained to be an right, actor. I right. felt like a fraud. And I was like, I just want to be funny. I want to write sketches. I want to write like, you know, right. put out funny stuff. But then it would, you know, the feedback is like, well, you're just a norm. Like, no, no one seemed excited about me. Like I went to like generals in suits. Like I would go to like MTV wearing a full suit. Like I was going to work. Right. And I looked ridiculous. Like they were like, this isn't, you know, a job interview. Yeah. Like a job. That's how I treated it. I didn't know that you go and they got to feel like, you you know, they're cool to be in the room with you. They they all just kind of looked at me like I was someone's agent. And I was like, it's it's so funny because if you think about it, that stuff set you up perfectly for the time you entered stand up. First of all, Mm -hmm. the rejection from the cold calling. Totally. Is it is a total, you know, because we are rejected. People, I don't think people realize how often we're rejected. Like it's every just day. Constant. Yeah, it's just constant. No, 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 no. And and you know, you live for the one yes. That's what you live for in this business. And then, like your business mind, the fact that. And I think it's probably because you're not processing trauma, you know, <laughs> Yeah, probably. that you're like, how do I do this and do it success? And I feel like that has served you well. Like Gaffigan, who I know, you know, you've opened for and he used to open for me. Right, ladies and gentlemen, mm. Jim Gaffigan used to open for me, him and Ted. OK, <laughs> anyway, but Gaffigan studied marketing and, you know, it's so obvious. Yeah. Because he has, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, he has. That's a real New Yorker. <laughs> I know. Can, I should, that, but there's nothing more New York. Can I tell you something York. though? That doesn't bother me. See how it comes and it goes. I hmm. live in Provincetown, next to the fucking pickleball courts. Oh, so all you hear. And it is twenty four seven of that yeah. ball, and then everyone's screaming <laughs> after each point, and it's. I have no quality of life. And anyway, pickleball is huge now. It's like, it's I know. having a moment. It's, but yeah. they, you can't put it in the middle of a residential area. Anyway, but no. that's a whole other fucking. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, Gaffigan completely marketed himself as this, you know, he's a dad. He's like mm-hmm. not going to curse anymore. Like I was there when he was cursing, you know, and thank God for his wife, Jeannie. She's a genius too. And so yeah. they were sort of a team and, but 
you you see, it's so funny because you're the rare comic who has a business mind and a creative mind. And like Elisa, my lover, who studied economics at Tufts, you know, yeah. is always like Judy. You have to think, and I'm like, no, I can't. It's a different part of my brain, and I do it, and I can't. Like, I, I, it makes me fucking anxious and crazy. Like, I don't want to, like, I get my my re- retirement shit in the mail. I'm like, no, rip it up, throw yeah. it out. I don't want to know how much money I have. I don't care about the stock market. I don't fucking, yeah. you know. Yeah. And <laughs> you're just the opposite. I, you don't want to be that guy. You know, we know the the comics that are the business people tricking people into thinking they're comedians. Right. right. Uh, that's my biggest fear. I don't want to be that guy. And oh, you're you want not. To be, I appreciate that. But I, I mean, you wouldn't be on the podcast if you were. That's right. Okay. Um, but I, you know, I knew if you got people, if you got a crowd, you're going to be okay. Right. And and that's kind of what every day has been about when it's not about writing. You know, it's right. Like, and I think how do I find my people? How do I right. find the people that like will relate how do I to fill this? The sit- seats too. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like we had to get on a late night show. Yes. Get a comedy special. Totally. Um, but, you know, there's a part of me that gets very like frustrated. Like I want that that. I like thinking about you on the road and like I want that. Like when the, you know they're like, do you want to do do you want to do a Tuesday on the road and you can fill up the room yourself? I'm like, no, I don't want that. I want a weekend. Right. I want to work on standup. I want to be a comedian. So it's, you have to, it's hard to like, cause I want to do late night sets. Like, I don't want to just be like, you know, you want to do those things. And Oh my God. I used to love like at catch the show would go till like three in the morning. It would start mm-hmm. at eight <laughs> and it would go till three. And it was like, the audience at eight was not the audience at three. It would be groups of people coming in and out. And at about 12, 1230, they changed the MC. There was a late night MC. Sure. And, you know, it was just, it was just, it was a, when, you know, they say we're in a comedy boom right now. It wasn't, yeah. that was a real, com- I mean, these shows went on. There was a band, mm-hmm. you know, that's cool. how I knew, but that's how I knew I was funny. The band. And the the wait staff laughed, and that's that is how I knew. And these because these people have heard everything. But yeah, it's it's so frustrating. Like that, you know, there are bookers who are like, this one has this many followers, and they're shitty standups. Well, that's the other thing is like, you know, I'm trying to create a hybrid of the old way and kind of the new way. Like I. Right. And, and I go to these clubs and, you know, it's funny, the ones that were early and let me kind of come and they, you can still create an audience in an area. Like when I go to like, you know, I, there are people that have been coming to my shows for like four years. Cause I, Zanies was like, right away was like, yeah, we'll have them. Right. And like, and they don't do that as much anymore. Cause they're not bringing people up. They're not, you know, because also then in, in the club's defense, if you help someone along the way, they got to be helping themselves. They got to right. have to have something happen for them that you guys become business partners instead of just someone doing them a favor. You know, it's, I understand that side of it, but it's like, like what, who needs to get good? You know, like, right. do you need to get good or right, not? Right, right, right. You know, like it's, I it's, want to be good. I, I, I don't want people to come once and go, eh, it was okay. I like it. Right, you have integrity. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. But there are, you have to admit, there are those who are just working the system. 
Oh, it's and frustrating. It's, it's, it's yeah. And then they, and then they'll be the first ones to complain that they're not getting enough stage time. It's like, right. You know, like, you're the, like, what? You gotta do the work. You gotta, you gotta do, do the, the work. work. Hey everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast-growing trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast-growing trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but fast growing trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces, but I live in an apartment and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew. The space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code JUDYGOLD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code JUDYGOLD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. You mentioned in an interview that you've gotten advice from a bunch of people that you heard Bill or Bill Burr told you a new minute a week. I one heard minute. him say that on a podcast and he okay. was like one minute a week. And that spoke to me because of the math of it. Right. If you got a new minute a week, he was basically saying on this podcast that you would have 52 by the end of the year. Right. And that's an hour special. Now, I don't believe that my new minute a week is special worthy. But if I get to 52, then maybe there's going to be good 20. Right. You know, like, 22. Yeah, exactly. 22. So that's the way I think of it. And I'm constantly writing. You are, too. We're all constantly writing. But I'm like, that's a way for me to, like, stay in check with myself. Cause I do all this other shit. Like, I don't want to just like, you know, you can get lazy because I'm like, I'm doing eight podcasts a week. Like that's insane. That's fucking stupid. But it's like, that's a job too. So it's like, right. at least I can check in with myself and go, what's the new minute. Instead of, instead of saying like, you know, like a month from now you go, have you done any writing this month? You know, like it's, it's just an easier bite to take. That was, that's why it spoke to me. Like they say, like you, you create goals, like, the small ones, achievable goals. You have to create right. like my, someone's like, do you want to be on the tonight show? Yeah. Tomorrow. But like, <laughs> I can't right. make that. I can do nothing to make that happen except a minute a week. Exactly. 
The only way to be a better comic is to get on stage and write material and try out your material and get on stage and write material and try out material and get on. That's the only way. Like people don't realize there's something you get from just being on stage that you can't get any other way. You know, like you cannot become a fun. You can sit and write funny jokes at your computer all day long, but that doesn't mean you are a stand-up comedian because you have to be so comfortable up there delivering it timing point of view you know it's a performance right who you know what performance doesn't have rehearsals right you know oh my god that was so jewish what performance doesn't have rehearsals (laughs) so i am constantly being yelled at by my sons what did Um, i say you're not on tiktok you need to be on tiktok you need to do and it's like you need to be on tiktok i know and I'm, I just, I, I want to be on TikTok. I want to get more Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. Would you hire someone? To, to what? Well, here's the thing. I that have I've an done assistant. That it, I have an you assistant. You have an assistant, but like, yeah. I, like I, I told you, I have eight podcasts a week. That's stupid. Right. But all I do is talk. I do the podcast and then I send it off to someone who I trust to edit it and then I put it out, you know, and then we have it. There's systems. So right. You can I have someone system. who edits this. Yeah. You have a system for this, this podcast. Yeah. You could do that same type of system for TikTok. Like you have so much material. You have albums out. You have stand up that I'm sure you have that is on video or right. from wherever. You have specials. Those are those are resources. You you have you have things that you can harvest. Right. And and what we you know, comics, we're all haters. We're we're we, we hear about TikTok. We go, oh, young girls dancing. Who who the fuck wants that? Right. That is a fun thing to make fun of. But what your sons are saying is like you could put out you. You have a special if you cut it into 30 seconds pieces and you put it out 30 second pieces from an hour special. Right. That's a what, what is that? One hundred and twenty right. clips. Right. So now. You know, I know people on. T- I'm not doing well on TikTok like I'd like to be, but but you're killing pe- it on Instagram. I'm doing okay there, but like, who knows what comes next? You have to be ahead. You're else, you know, what's the next thing? I have friends. You know, you know people that are selling tickets from TikTok, so we have to right. be aware of that. We have to acknowledge that. So it's like, and I go to those friends. I go, what are you doing? They're posting three times a day. I don't right. have three times a day in me, but maybe I maybe hiring someone who does make that right. happen. Like, but I, but I don't have the material. I don't have the backlog of standup. I got, you know, you. like you, I think you would kill it on there. Like, and you could post three times, the, whoever that person is post three right. times a day, okay, especially, I'm doing, I'm doing it, especially because here's how TikTok works. They love a trending hashtag. Right. So people pop off on there all the time because people are on the for you page, which is like, it's not, it's different than Instagram. You have to have a friend be like, you got to follow this guy. TikTok, you can find people. You've got so many good hashtags that work on TikTok. Right. Hashtag LGBTQ. Hashtag right. woman. Hashtag, you know, you, you, there are roads that are very good and right. fruitful. I'm going to fucking do that. But it's just like I have this 
you know, I have this thing in my brain, like, oh fuck, I have to do. You know what I mean? It's just I know. Up. No, listen, it's just another thing, and and right. also we we hate what we don't know, and it's right. uncomfortable, and I'm gonna have to bomb again. We. We just like you said, we're constantly rejected. You're like you're you're basically uh, uh, you're you're signing up for another thing. I have to be rejected right, from. Right, right, right. You know, like I have that feeling too. Like I put, and the things I do on the internet are so stupid and simple, and I can't believe what people like. I'm calling myself the board lord and yelling at charcuterie. Like I, have people, <laughs> I know that's so funny. It's yeah. So stupid, but it's like, right. and and I have people that come to shows. They go. They have no idea what my stand-up is. They go, we're just board lord people. We just figured we'd come. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I'm but at talking least about getting you know, vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, do you ever have people come who know you from your social mm-hmm. and are like, wait, he's a Jew? Wait, he's this? Wait, he's not a fucking right wing? Fuck it. Do you ever have? I have people. So because... I do podcasts and they find me through podcasts or through the bachelor. That's another thing. Yeah. They, they don't even know what standup is like, right. they're not, they don't know. So they come and they, I can't imagine how much trust they have because I'm going to stress factory this weekend. Right. There will be a woman who convinced four other women. We got to go see this guy who yells at charcuter and they'll go, well, what does he do? And she'll go, I don't know. Right. We're just going to go. And I have people that show up and they go, I didn't know what this was. I didn't know what oh stand up was. <laughs> so, and they go, I'm, you know, they're very nice. They'll be like, I love this. I didn't like, I feel bad for the openers because they're literally teaching them what a joke is. Right. Right. You right. Know? <laughs> like, like they only, and then I come on and I do 10 minutes of bachelor material every show because I right. know people know that I talk about dating at every show because I know people know that, but I get into other subjects and like, I've never lied with my sensibility. So like, I've never told a lie as far as like how I make a joke. When I yell at the bachelor, it's the same way I would yell at any other subject in this world. So I, I think they're, they're pleasantly surprised. Like, and also, you know, they go, maybe they've watched a Netflix special and they'll be like, what, what you, you don't do that too. Like, and you're like, well, Whatever, you know, but it's also, you know, so in a way you're you're teaching people about a new art form. Yeah, that they yeah, which is actually a good thing. Well, Um, I have people that the the club owners, I've had club staff go, you have the nicest. They're like, we can't believe this audience. Right. Like they're like and I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't know what to say to that. Like, I'm like, okay, you know, like, cool. But I get it. I get it more enough times that I go, I can't believe that that's such a thing. Because I think so they're great. Used, yeah, it's great no, because I think please. they're used to like a bunch of dudes coming right. in. Like, you yeah, know, fuck women, you know, like that shit, yeah. <laughs> that type of energy. And then they see my crowd, you know, they, they come. It's, it's young women who want to have like right. the best time and they're cool, you know, so. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now Jerry and Kim, <laughs> yes, Jerry are they like, you know, my son is a. It is, <laughs> it is 
the coolest thing in the right. world that they have friends who knew me before they knew them. Right. Oh, that's right. Right. So, I got like you. my mom goes golfing in Boca and she'll go, I'm golfing with a woman who loves you. Right. Like, 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 I think that is the best. I I'm like proud of that. Like I want right. them to I be love like, that too. Yeah. Like, and what's Harry doing? Harry works uh, for the Miami Dolphins. He, he went on another weird path and he, we both took these weird, my right. brother was sleeping on my couch in New York. I'm doing open mics and stand up. This is five years ago. Harry's sleeping on my couch telling me he wants to be an NFL GM. Okay. And I go, and he slept on my couch for six months. He was going through like a kind of a tough time. And I had to kick him out. And he goes, I go, you can't stay. I go, there's just too many dreams in this apartment. Right. We got <laughs> we got to get you out of here. Because he was, you know, he was a little bit stunted right. in the way right. most people are after college. And now he's working for the Dolphins and he's like very happy. He's like, you know, he, his life is a sitcom. He's like, he's, you know, his girlfriend he met last year. She's the sports reporter for the, the local station. No like, way. It's like, is she it's a Jew? Cra- Yes. Oh, I'm so. <laughs> and Harry's dating a nice Jewish girl. Yes, you um, can. You literally are mimic. You sound yes. exact. I know it's so fun. You're nailing. <laughs> so, do, are you gonna marry a Jew? I think that would be what I would envision Preferable. for my life. Yes. yes. Okay. I you. I think we would connect on a I I auto, just like we talked about. I'm auto, I automatically have more in common with someone right. that is than is. So that right. I have to play those numbers. I, and that's what people don't understand. It's not like, yeah, there's a way we think. It's familial. Um, yeah. I told you exactly. the minute I saw you, and I knew you before I even started comedy. But like I. I just, I was like, oh, I know this person. Right. Like right. I know everything about them, like in, right. in a weird way. Right. I could talk to you forever. Um, <laughs> I asked my podcast two questions, po- podcast okay. guests, two questions. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Here they are. Number one, what do you do for your mental health? We're very pro mental health. What do I do for, I work out. I, this has been lately. I've been working with a trainer. Mm-hmm. Every day. And I, I have Every to say- Every day, the, that's so fucking expensive. Five days a week. We, we, we've we struck a deal. I'm going to met for the, at Forzag on Instagram. Everyone go follow him. He's fantastic. At what? He's ripped to sh- at Forzag, F-O-R-Z-A-G. Okay. He's a, and he is a like accredited. I'm very big on like people, you know, just like yeah, with Yeah, they comics. have to know I, what they're fucking doing. Yeah. Yeah, don't, I, he's not selling- you know, fit T he's doing right. functional. He's like, he has higher education of yes. fitness training. So I got hooked in with him and, you know, I, I sing his praises all the time, but it, it's, I, we've, we started in the pandemic. I've never, I met him in person for the first time last weekend. It's been a year and a half of us on FaceTime and he gets on FaceTime and I do it in my hotel room when right, I'm on the right, road. Right. Um, I, all I need is like five feet of space. And I told them, I go, I just want to be able to turn on the phone, get it done and be done with it and not resent it. And that's been, that's my mental health thing. And also going to coffee shops and sitting outside and drinking coffee. I really love. Oh my God. I'm a fucking coffee fucking freak. What do you put in your coffee? I do one sweet and low. 
Ugh, that is so Jewy. <laughs> I know. It's like, I, do I knew you were going to say black, 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 Ice hot. Black coffee. Wow. I, yep. I, 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 I go iced Americano. Now, little, I'm such a, like, a, a, You're a, a baby. Wuss. I, yeah, I'm a wuss. Iced Americano, a little bit of vanilla, not a lot of water, lots of ice. Now, I'm a big ice guy. Do you chew on ice? Yes. That's diabetes. <laughs> or low iron. I think it's this, low iron. It's something. Is, uh, I'm talking <laughs> to my mom again. This is what happens. Yeah, you got to get is, that checked out. <laughs> because you shouldn't be eating ice. Well, right now I'm not calling my mom because every right. conversation is, have you gotten a doctor's appointment? You oh, never got a doctor's appointment. You got to get a doctor's appointment. I go, can we just talk? I go, I will. Can, can we now let's now let's move the conversation on. Right. <laughs> OK, but you never you you say you will, but you don't you know. ever do it. And you got to get I know. and you I, have you know, your dad had a heart attack. And, and it's like I, I and then she goes down the road of the most the worst case scenario. So now oh, all always. the rest of the day I have, you know, Adjura. debilitating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that is very, I do the same thing and I'm like, shut up. Like I'm in my head going, shut the fuck up. Like you hate <laughs> you it when your yourself. mother did this. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Okay. So that's what you do for mental health. Okay. Th- now mm. I call the podcast, kill me now, because as you know, everything gets on my fucking nerves. Love like it. I fucking, so I want to know what pisses you off more than anything. and makes you fucking crazy. Ooh. So you have to come on my other podcast, The Luxury Lounge. People write okay. in with their luxury complaints. You would. Oh, I fucking, fucking love it. that shit. You would love it. I mean, I get like 50 emails a day complaining about things. Um, and every day, I, every episode, I start with my own complaint. Right, right. I, I'm very patient. I'm very patient. Um, and I've been that way my whole life. I can take a lot. And but then I'll process it, keep it in, dig it down. And I'll complain about it for sport later on. Right, right. Um, my biggest annoyance right now is, and I'm trying to do a bit about it, but I'm not. I, I'm I'm saying it to you because I want I want to hear. Rob Lowe is the spokesperson for the Atkins diet, and I can't understand how the fuck. Why is Rob Lowe? Isn't that strange? Rob Lowe for the the Atkins where you don't eat any carbs. Yes. When he is makes hawking, people sick. He's hawking Atkins products that you can get their line of food. But it's like also like Rob Lowe's like, when has he ever had a weight issue? I know. That's no, that, that's not good. That's like, what is going on? And every time I see him in the commercial, I get angrier and angrier. Like I I legit and I because I hate food marketing. I think that the re like I'm part of the zero calorie generation. It was zero right. calories or you're a piece of fucking shit right. pig, you know? And, and now I sit here looking at a spin drift that has like 17 calories. And I'm like, right. I don't know if I could do it today. Right. And it's like, it's like, what is wrong with me? And this Rob Lowe thing is like the epitome of that. Like that is fucking, you need a fat person who then yes. lost weight, Thank but you. you can't stay on the Atkins diet. You can't That's, stay well, he's on trying. it. It's not Healthy. Yeah, well, Janine Garofalo got really sick on the Atkins diet. Really? Yes. It's It really gets me angry. Like, I'm like, I... I yeah, I am never been fat. Never been fat. Never dealt with this. Has no emotional connection to food right. in the way that I do. Like, like, if I don't eat Chinese food on a Sunday night, I am, like, 
apoplectic. Like I right. like I am I am like feeling badly about the week that just was. So right, like, right. the idea that he could relate to me is just so Yeah, no, angry. fuck him. And you can't go yeah. on that diet. No. <laughs> Jared where t- can you tell people where you're going they can find you and can you pl- At- I want to do luxury lounge. I'm going to email you directly after this to get you on the Even show. Even though my son yelled at me about the blowjob. What did we what did we talk the about? The blowjob your- was so funny that you talked about that you blew a guy. Yeah, I blew this guy and then I, yeah, I hated it. I fucking hated it. <laughs> and I'm like, Henry, you're not supposed to listen. Well, I think Henry probably has friends who oh, yeah, come across listen. my Instagram. Yes, yes. And they're and like, that was yeah, the I clip I put out. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck so, you. <laughs> so it's Henry's mom. <laughs> I know. Talking about blowjobs on Jared's Instagram. Oh, God. Awful. Awful. <laughs> so he is somewhat right. Um, I hate you. I, re- you know, I hope uh, we can work together soon. I fucking love you. I, and I love it. I, I love, love your too. parents. And uh, <laughs> thank you. So you're thank at Jared you. Freed, the, spelled the wrong way. F-R-E- spelled the wrong way. F-R-E-I-D. Yes. At Jared uh, Freed on Instagram. JaredFried.com. Um, if there's New Yorkers and they want to come to a fun event, I'm doing a show December 8th in New York and it's going to be fun. We, it's not stand up, it's a podcast show, but it's like for everybody. We, we give people dating app makeovers. We bring women on stage. We go through Oh, that's text. so fun. Yeah, it's like a whole event. Like, I, I think people would enjoy it no matter if they're single, in a relationship, right. married 50 years. Like, it's a show. So um, December 8th, it's on my calendar. New and, York City people. And also, I'll be on Luxury Lounge. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. I'm going to email you with a date. Right All right. Tomorrow. All right, good. Thank you, Jared. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to part two of Kill Me Now with the hilarious and the Jewish and the wonderful Jared Freed. Kill Me Now is produced by Laura Vogel, edited by Colin Schmeling, and this podcast and my life would not be possible without the help of Brittany Joe Sowards. Now, um, Hanukkah is coming up next week after Thanksgiving, so you're going to get my book for everyone, right? It's a great Hanukkah gift for any people who love comedy. It's called Yes, I Can Say That When They Come for the Comedians, We're All in Trouble. It's a great book. Buy it. Please. Okay, it's a, I'm telling you, it's a great Hanukkah gift. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is I'm going to plug some dates, okay? On the 27th of November, which is the Saturday after Thanksgiving, I will be at Soul Joel's. Now, it was in Royersford, Pennsylvania, but it's now in Jacksonville, Pennsylvania, so just go to my website, judygold.com, and you'll hear all about it. December 4th, I'll be in Fort Lauderdale at Lauderdale at the Raz Room. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff coming up. So go to judygold.com and check that shit out. What else? Oh, follow me on Tweetr at judygold, J-A-W-D-Y, G-O-L-D, because I'm a Jew, J-E-W-D. <laughs> and Instagram, J-E-W. And I'm on TikTok. I'm on TikTok. Please go on TikTok. I want a lot of followers so I can get more asses in my seats, in the seats at the comedy clubs and theaters. Anyway, uh, that's it for me, I think. Get your booster. Get your booster shot, people. And what else? was I was going to tell you something else, and I can't remember it because 
I'm old. I'm old. Because I just turned 59 yesterday. Okay? Yesterday on the 15th of November. Okay? (laughs) Whatever. I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm a 12-year-old boy and that's a whole other issue. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I really, I can't tell, if you're still listening, I love you more than anything in the entire world. Um, please subscribe and leave a review uh, on for Kill Me Now because that way I get more uh, people to know about the podcast and then I can keep doing the podcast. You know what I'm saying, baby? And I love you all. I love you all. Stay safe. And as we always say, so long. <laughs> Uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.